0: Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Bruce, and I'm on staff here. And uh, I count it as a real privilege to be up here and to get the chance to speak. This is actually, my fir- I think, my first time speaking two weeks in a row. But it's a, it's a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to share this morning and, uh, and as Josh said, to, to, to wrap up this message series on the working life. Because work is something that we spend a lot of time on, uh, work uh, kind of is, is a big part of everyday life. And if you don't have a job, you may be stressed out trying to find a job. If you have a job, it may stress you out being in the job. So it's uh, something that for us to be able to go through life and really enjoy, have, have an approach to work that we really enjoy and able to um, do it God's way, it really is such a blessing to us as opposed to just grinding through the hours and the years on the job. So today we're going to talk about one additional aspect of work. And whenever you get a new job, there's kind of a lot to think about. Uh, You may be, first of all, really grateful that you just got a job because you may have been looking around for a little while. And uh, you also got to figure out, you know, what's the full extent of your job description and how do you do the things that you're responsible for. You got to navigate the relationships with your coworkers, figure out what your boss is like and how to relate with him. And so there's all these things you got to get used to. And then after a while... You get a little bit more settled in. You kind of figure out what life is like at this, at this particular job. And then um, it's not long after that that you may start asking the question, now, how can I get ahead? And so after you settle in and you learn the routine, um, you may start to feel some new emotions. I mean, if you've been on the job for a long time, you may get really bored with what you're doing. You may get really used to that. Or you may feel stuck. If you've been on the job for years and years, you may feel stuck that you can't really move around in the company or maybe can't really get out of that job to find a new job. Um, or you maybe feel underappreciated for uh, the work that you put in or the skills that you bring to the table. And so whenever uh, you know, this happens, we may have this desire to, to get ahead, to figure out how to move up or to move around in life. And so this, the, my first job always comes to mind when I have this, when I think about this idea of, of getting ahead because... Um, Right after I graduated college, I got my bachelor's degree. I got married, and I was living in Riverside. We, were, we found a place in Riverside, and I had to find a job quick because now I have a wife. And uh, so I got a job in a kitchen like a week later, which was really great, and a uh, really big kitchen, really fast-paced environment. And it was, it was pretty good. I learned a lot there, and it was paying rent, and it was getting things done. But then um, after a little while, coworkers, I would you know talk with coworkers, and they'd find out that I had a bachelor's degree. And every time it was always, you know, the response was very similar. Like, oh, really? What are you doing working here? Because the job didn't require a degree. And, you know, that's uh, you know, maybe somewhat common. So I was, you know, had to sit with that. And then um, later on, I, part of my job was to fry burgers, you know, and clean, you know do French fries and all this. And so I, I even got the opportunity to serve some of my friends that I graduated with. And they were kind and everything, but they'd have this puzzled look on their face, like, you know, what are you doing? here? Yeah, you thought we'd graduated already. But, and so I, I felt okay in my job until I started getting these looks and these comments, and I that it started making me feel that, like, man, I have got to move ahead. Like, made, it made me feel whether it was true or not that, it, like, I deserved a better job. Like, that I shouldn't be doing what I was doing, and and I needed to move up in life. And so, um, you know, I, it was actually a good job, and I, I see how it, it played in now, but. The, there's parts of every job that you know, leave us feeling discontent. Or there's parts of every job that kind of leave you wanting a little bit more. And, or, or honestly, you know, after a while, there's just parts of the job that get stale. And you want to change it up. You, you want to change the pace, break the routine in some way. And so this is really common for all of us. I don't know what thoughts you have or, or, or the emotions that you experience when the weekend's coming to a close and you're thinking, I've got to start another week of work. It could be stressful, it could be a very demanding environment, or it just may be somewhat dull and a feeling of hopelessness on the job. But a lot of times in that situation, advancement seems like the way out. You know, if I can, if I can move up, if I can get a promotion, or um, e- even if I just got paid more, if I got a raise, it would at least make me feel better about the time that I'm spending on the job. And so uh, you may even see coworkers getting promoted or, or getting raises, or, or doing a better job than you, and that kind of that can rub against you the wrong way. Or if even just some of your friends, you know, land a better job or are able to move up in their workplaces, you just see that and you can um, be excited for them. But then it may feel like you're like getting left behind a little bit. And so uh, the reality is that we all really want to do well on the jobs that God has given us. We want to be successful, and we really want to be spending our time on something that is meaningful and gives value. In life, and so uh, as we consider this dynamic, there really tends to be two basic approaches to advancement. Uh, One one way that we approach advancement is my my way, and really, uh, what that is is I'm just going to promote myself. If I'm ever going to get anywhere in life, I know that I'm going to have. This this is what we think, you know, I'm going to have to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to make sure I I look good. I get the experience I need. Um, I'm going to you know, maybe fight others on the way to the top, and uh, as, as long as I get to the top, I'm going to do it the fastest way possible, and so we, we sort through this, and so I, I have a little video clip that kind of illustrates this, this concept in a humorous way. This is from the movie Fun with Dick and Jane, and so it's all about getting the job. Here, take a look.
1: <laughs> oh, you know it. Uh,
0: so can I send you a resume? No, I got a terrific one here. You'll love it. <laughs> You have a fax number? So, there are no new openings at this time. Right. And what about the near future? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. I could stop calling. This afternoon. Okay. I'll be there. Bye. Hun? Yeah? I got an interview. Pyramid Tech. I was really starting to wonder there. People, (laughs) so I don't know if you've ever been quite in that situation exactly, but it it really does illustrate this idea of 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 trying to get to the top, and there's a lot of people also trying to get to the top, and uh, and there's different ways that we promote ourselves. I mean, they're really you know kind of cutthroat in that, but um, there's ways that we promote ourselves too that maybe are a little less (laughs) blatant, maybe a little more subtle. Some of the ways we promote ourselves is we can draw attention to our own accomplishments, especially while you're on the job. Make sure that you know what you did right shines. And uh, we can also expose the shortcomings of others. You know, if someone uh, makes a mistake or blows it or whatever, you can just kind of let that be exposed, and then it kind of makes you look a little bit better, too. We cover our own mistakes sometimes, you know, if, if you really blow it. Sometimes you can just explain it or put a spin on it that it makes it wasn't really quite your fault, necessarily. Um, we flatter the boss or try to get on the boss's good size. And there's all these different things that we can do to, to promote ourselves. This is, you know... If I'm going to advance, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. But whenever you depend on yourself for a promotion, or depend on yourself to advance, it may, in the end, it can seem hopeless because sometimes there's just not enough you can do to, to conjure up situation in a way to, to rise above you know everyone else. But when it comes to advancement, faith really brings a big advantage because as Christ followers, uh, we, we aim to do things with a different approach. Uh, and we really aim to do things God's way. And uh, what that is, is I'm going to do what I can and trust God for promotion. God's way is just to say that I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to do what I'm able to. I'm going to do what's within my you know, legitimate ability to, to do. And I'll just trust God for any promotion that I'm wanting. Last week, we talked about how God really is our, our true boss. You know, you may have a boss, but God is our ultimate boss. And he's the one that gives us strength to work. He provides the opportunity to work. Um, he's aware of the long line that you're in, or, you know, he's aware of the way that you fit into your organization or your company or, or your workplace or, um, or in your family or in church life. He's in control of every interview. God's in control of every paycheck, every promotion, every day of work that you work. God is, is aware of that and in control of those things. And so we have a tremendous, great opportunity to trust God, to provide success and advancement in life. And as we dig into the Bible, you find again and again how God gets involved in promotions. And uh, it's critical for us to have an understanding of what's really important to him. You know, what does he base promotion on? What is he looking for to to bring someone up uh, and move them along? And so the Bible shows us that the path to promotion starts with a step down. As we see in the Bible, the path... To promotion, It doesn't, you know, we may think, you know, if I'm going to rise up and I'm going to move ahead, I'm going to step up. But really, uh, the path starts with a step down. In Proverbs 29, 23, we see that a man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. Now, this verse describes a pretty counterintuitive characteristic about humility versus pride. Um, you know, and it almost doesn't even necessarily make sense or resonate with the, the flow of thought in our culture, and our world today, the current stream of, of self-promotion. You know, that video is kind of an extreme example, but that's a, that dynamic is a, is a real-life uh, a, a dynamic that we see playing out because a lot of times uh, it's our default to use the my way of, of approach to getting ahead. But we see here a but humble spirit. That is, is going to uh, obtain honor. And so if you're trying to sort this out in your own work environment, you know, it may initially seem that, you know, really the self-promoting person does get more attention. And maybe the person that makes it all about themselves and try to uh, navigate things so that they get ahead, sometimes that there is some gain there. And you may feel like if I if I just um, take a humble approach, then maybe I'll get overlooked. And then if I don't make things happen for myself, then I'll get passed over, and I'm going to miss the opportunities that I need. And it, it really begs the question, you know, if, how am I ever going to get ahead in life if what I'm, I'm supposed to do is put other people ahead of me. And so because of this thought and this, this stream of thought in our culture, humility can really be swept under the carpet, especially when you're considering work and advancement, and really be seen as not really that relevant anymore. But we're going to look at this, tonight, and I want to define humility before we get much further, because uh, sometimes this idea of humility, uh, it, you know, it comes out, or you may you know, compliment someone, say you're a real humble person, but we're going to look at what it really means. Um, humility involves a few things. Uh, first of all, it involves a certain position. It involves that we take a, a lower position, actually, uh, a position that's lower than God, and also a position lower than others. And so what this looks like as we play, you know, if I've got um, co-workers around me, or even it's just my friends, or if I have my family and I have, I have these relationships, I'm relating with these people, to take a lower position for me mentally is kind of in my mind, I'll just cho- choose to take a step down. And I'll allow these people to have uh, more of an elevated position in my life. And that means that the concerns of these people around me are worth more of my attention than my own concerns are. Now, I'll I'll see their needs as more worth my attention than my own needs. The things that I'm wanting and the things that I need to get done, I'll let their needs trump mine. Even their opinions and their desires, the things that they're trying to get out of life, I'll let them have more uh, of my attention than my own thoughts. That's, that's uh, the position side of humility. Uh, humility also involves uh, taking respect and choosing to show respect to all people. God doesn't play favorites with us. Um, he doesn't, you know, pick and choose people based on you know their merits or their accolades or different things. But uh, we're all made in the image of God. Every human being has intrinsic value because of the fact that they were made in God's image. And so, because of based on that. In fact, we can choose to show respect to people, even the ones that we may not necessarily agree with or get along with. But um, it's really, what this means as it plays out, it means that I can't cut people down with my words and, and also not even in my mind. I can't judge uh, the thoughts, or I can't judge um, every word and every action that someone does and in um, that way be critical of them. Instead, I can choose to respect people. And then one third aspect of humility is, is service. I can choose to serve with a good will. It's really normal for us to go throughout our day thinking about what's best for us, but humility does what's helpful for others. And so it's, uh, you know in this way, we can go throughout our day and be willing to be an inconvenience to serve others, or I'll go out of my way to be an encouragement to my coworkers or to my family members. And even if you have a position of authority, or if you're a leader and you have people under you, you can use your position of authority to serve those that are under you. And the great thing about humility, you know, taking this, this step down this lower position, choosing respect and um, really serving others, is that people will begin to see you as a teammate. And you know, you'll, you'll get, gain some fans. And if you do make advances in life and if you progress and get promotion, these people will root you on and cheer for you. Um, because this, this approach to, to work and really to relationships in general really gathers friends. Because uh, people won't see you as a threat. They'll see you as someone that, you can, that can work, you can work with, and, and a lot more can be done on a team or in a, in a workplace. So as it turns out, the path to promotion uh, doesn't involve, uh, and really the path to success and just finding joy in what we do, it, it really begins with a step down. If we, if we voluntarily choose that step down, we'll actually get honor, which is what it says in Proverbs uh, 29, 23 again. Uh, a man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. And honor here uh, refers to this idea of importance and has the connotation of dignity or respect. And you become, as you practice humility, you become someone who is seen as important and has value. And you honestly, you don't have to promote yourself, but people will actually want to know um, your opinion on matters. And the word, the word honor has, uh, more specifically, it means weight. Just like if you were to hold um, something valuable, like a, a gold brick or jewelry, like if you feel the weight in your hand, you know it gives you a sense of, that it has significance. And humility, approach to humility, really does that too. In relationships, you get, you get this weight to be able to to speak into people's lives or to um, to act in situations in a certain way. So on the other hand, pride is at the center of any cutthroat work environment where everyone is just a threat to each other and you've got to make sure you, you know, cut the legs out from the guy next to you. And um, Choosing pride means instead of taking a step down, we're actually going to take a step up and elevate ourselves above, above the people around us. And when you do that, the, the aim is really to make myself look good. You know, I'm going to try to outshine the people around me. I'll try to make sure that I'm looking out for myself. And if this is our goal, God is not... Going to help us in that goal, and eventually, um, this just this will bring us down. You know, a man's pride will bring him low. Over time, if you choose the pride route in work and really in overall life, then things will fall apart um, in your job and, and also in relationships because pride fuels distrust. You know, if if someone's uh, choosing an approach of pride, then you know it just it becomes obvious that they're 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 looking out for their own interests and they're trying to navigate things for their own benefit, and it, it creates distrust in relationships, and, and it really weakens any, any hope of having respect. And um, Arrogance can be really divisive and divide teams and your ability to accomplish a lot on, uh, on a team or in the workplace or even in the family. So when it comes to pride, the very thing that we're wanting, which is you know this elevated status and this, the respect of others, uh, if you choose pride, that's the one thing you don't get. We've, instead, we end up finding frustration. And when we, when we exalt ourselves, uh, it's really, it becomes natural for other people to maybe find a way to cut you back down to your right size so you know really where you stand. And so people will hold back the very respect that we may be craving if we choose this approach of pride. So if you're looking for a promotion or if you're looking to advance or change up what you're doing currently, we really need to understand God's qualifications for advancement. We find that humility and also faithfulness are the primary credentials that God uses for a promotion. You know, uh, humility and faithfulness are the primary credentials that God uses to promote. And so, those those two qualities don't usually show up on a resume. You know, this guy's got a lot of humility. He's got a lot of faithfulness. It, they actually may be there, but if they are, they're not necessarily given that much attention to certain employers. A lot of times, you know, people are looking for skills. They're looking for talents. You know, um, different things that you've accomplished. And so in this way, they, they may get understated, but really God is looking at our character. He's looking deep within us. He's looking at our hearts. He's looking to see if we've chosen to take a step down in humility in the way we approach life and our relationships. And so hard work and humility are really found at the top of God's list for promotable people. So taking this step down in humility um, and, and taking this lower position, choosing to respect the people around us and to serve them, this is, it's not, it doesn't come naturally. We have to really work at that, have to be focused on that throughout the day. But in the Bible, one thing that we do find, which it helps us, is that trusting God enables us to choose humility. Humility doesn't come naturally, but if we trust God, that is the enabler for us to be able to choose humility. So I'm going to look at a passage in First Peter chapter 5, and then I'm going to invite someone to share a story that reflects the, the heart of this passage. But we're going to look at First Peter chapter 5, starting in verse 5 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. mighty hand of God there is kind of referring to God's providence, the fact that he is in control. And we can, we, we can choose to humble ourselves with the acknowledgement uh, of just accepting the twists and turns of God's providence and um, understanding that as he brings things along for us to experience in life, we can still choose a humble approach. And, and those things might not always be that exciting in the moment. But humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. This is where we're getting the idea of, of promotion and advancement, this idea of exaltation. And really, what we're seeing is at God's proper time, you know, God will exalt us. And there's really, so we can anticipate some level of, of exalting or, or advancement, and, but there's really no specification on when that's going to happen or even what it's going to look like. In fact, there, we, we may go through. Our entire lives and um, not experience uh, the exaltation that He has in mind until after, or, or the kind of exaltation that we're wanting. Maybe we uh, it, sometimes it comes in the form of of deeper uh, a deeper spiritual walk with God and being able to to commune with Him more. But sometimes it comes in in you know more tangible um, uh, responsibilities in life. So we don't really know. We don't have any guarantee on on what that looks like or when it'll come. But um, we can trust in Him in that. But this next part, the next verse is really important. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So this part, this casting all your anxieties on him, this is the way that we humble ourselves. The way this is written, the way this flows is that it's it's basically humble yourselves and we do that by casting all of our anxieties on him. And the reason for that is if we're very concerned on, you know, we have our own concerns and our, our anxieties and worries Focusing on those is a real barrier for us to be able to concern, be concerned with other people, and be concerned with God's goals. And so, uh, what we find is, if we release our anxieties, if we release our cares, then um, that kind of removes that barrier. You know, we, we spend a lot of time, you know, naturally thinking like, "Who's going to care for me?" And our cares really distract us. Our anxieties, if you know, we spend a lot of time on that; they can consume. And even torture us with, with the way that we, it can it can pull us in emotional directions. And um, that question, "Who who's going to care for me?" is a legitimate human concern. But the answer is that God Himself will care for us, and He can do it far better than even we can care for ourselves. You know, as Christians, um, you know, people who have decided to follow Jesus Christ, we're we've we're been welcomed into the family of God, and we can see Him as our Father, and that you know we're sons and daughters of of a really good and great and loving father. And, and this, 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 that very end, you know, because he cares for you, is so encouraging to me, thinking about the fact that, you know, God, God will so order the events in our lives so as to convince us of his fatherly love, that, you know, he'll, God will either navigate us around pain and, and difficulty, or if we go through it, he'll support us under it. But in, in both ways, we can experience his love and his care for us and so if I, if I choose to humble myself by casting my cares and my anxieties on him, this frees me up from my constant concern of myself, and it enables me to genuinely care for others. So I want to invite uh, DJ Chapman up to this stage right now. And uh, DJ has been part of our church since the very beginning. And uh, lately he's gone. He, he's dealt with some of these principles. Yeah. Um, having difficulties in work, and I just wanted you to hear from him. I'm going to ask you a few questions once we get the mic sorted out. So uh, one question I have for you, DJ. I know that it's been, you know, you've had like a, a pretty up and down road <laughs> with your employment in the past few months, but what, you know, first of all, what's been uh, what, what has been some difficulty you've had in, in choosing humility in your job and your career lately?
1: Um, I think for me and... Uh the you know probably a lot of people can relate to this is just thinking thinking i can do it better um, there's been many cases where um you know I, I go into a situation and um i really do believe like okay well i, I can actually do this better and um i i want to lead i want to lead the team to do it right and um you know as i get into it i'll see that um or actually my vision is fogged that like, you know, maybe it's failing or it's not working right. And so that pride creeps in and, um, um, fogs my vision to really, um, listen to, uh, to advice on, Hey, you know, maybe we need to change this or something. I know that in Proverbs, it talks about in Proverbs 12 that, you know, a fool finds his ways, you know, right. And, and, um, really, I, I've experienced that. And, and, when I've done the opposite and actually started to listen to advice, um, I can really see the plans actually succeeding a lot better. So. That's really good. Have
0: you ever felt tempted to take matters into your own hands and just, you know, try to work it out so that you provide for yourself?
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, the temp- the temptation is always there um, to really try and take matters into my own hands and, um, more recently, um, in the last five months, I, I, I took another position, um, at another company and, um, you know, you think the grass is greener on the other side and it's, <laughs> there's grass there, but it's not necessarily green. <laughs> so, um, but the, you know, the facade is, is like, Oh, things are going to be great. And, um, you know, uh, there was a lot, there's just been a lot of hard obstacles going through there. And, um, I really started to panic. I was thinking, you know, as I was trying to just take things into my own hands, um, I thought, Well shoot, I gotta get out of here. Um, this wasn't the right decision, I need to I need to leave. And uh so I started applying for other jobs and um some offers started coming in 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 interviews and um the whole time I just really felt the, the Holy Spirit convicting me, like, no, you you need to you need to stay where you're at. Um this is hard but um I'm training you right now, so um, you need to be able to push through, and, and I'll give you the strength uh, to do that. So that's really good. So what what's kept you going
0: strong? So in the difficulty that you experienced, at, you know, how do you bear up and hold up under that?
1: Yeah, I think uh, well, God. I mean, I know that sounds like it's the easy answer, but it really is. I mean, God, God has really given me um, the strength every day, um, and I have to. Consciously keep praying about that and and, and asking God uh, for the strength to endure, because uh, there's been so many times where you know the enemy just comes in with discouragement and thinking that you're incompetent and that um, I mean to the point where there's been a couple times where it's like right in front of my face and the and the person is just telling me how bad of a job I'm doing, um, but um, God is good and. Um, He's really given me the strength to endure and um, really rely on him uh, to succeed. So. All right,
0: one final question for you is um, sometimes when we choose humility, we talk about this idea of like God's proper timing may not necessarily be in the time that we want or, or in the way that we want, but um, how have you experienced God's blessing in his proper timing in a way that's been a real encouragement to you?
1: yeah I was just thinking again through that verse that you said about casting my uh your ex- anxieties on him and that um, that's really been the key it's just uh giving everything over to God and, and allowing him to um, to work through that and um, you know again there's been a lot of obstacles over the last uh, few months but um I've started to see like at, at proper times where god has um given me the encouragement when i needed it and um you know there's times where upper management would say actually you know what you've been a really breath of fresh air here um i know it doesn't seem like that but um that and and i needed that at the moment you know because it was just going through a lot of tough stuff and and um god knows he cares and and he knows when you need that um that encouragement and strength to to press on and um i've really learned that um, as we uh, commit our, my plans to him, like he's really allowed me to, to succeed, um, and um, he really does care. So.
0: That's great. Well, thank you, DJ. That was really helpful. That's really good. You know, sometimes you know, we may be in a situation where there's a lot of of pressure and a lot of, you know, he's saying obstacles. And you may have been there, like a lot of stress mounting and things you're responsible for, deadlines coming, or relationships just really grinding you down or or discouraging you. And we need need to reach beyond ourselves. Like we can't just, you know, make it through on our own. And so genuine humility, really taking this approach of humbling ourselves, that can't happen. It can't exist without trusting that God is going to take care of us. And uh, choosing an approach of humility, it puts us past our own self-effort. Choosing humility means that we have to rely on God for every area of our lives. And it allows us to move away from independence from God to dependence on Him in those situations. And so we can really trust that God is going to take care of us if we choose humility. So I want to invite the worship team to come back to this stage and uh, invite the the ushers to prepare to receive this morning's tithes and offerings. We're going to look at some next steps. If you take out that connection card that you received in your bulletin, there's some next steps on the back there and also at the bottom of your listening guide. We, we list some next steps just to provide you with a way to maybe apply something that you learned for the first time today or or just to put into practice something that you were reminded of. You knew it before, but you know you need to get on it. Um, one next step that we're looking at is you can ask God to show me any signs of self-promotion in my work. You know, Some things may have come to mind, but maybe... You want to take a little bit more of a look and just look at where, where am I promoting myself and trying to take matters into my own hands? Uh, another next step is to simply work hard and trust that God will take care of me, and um, that and just really trust that He's going to provide for me, and He'll protect for me, protect me when I need it. And then one final next step is maybe just to memorize Proverbs twenty nine twenty three: A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. As you're in the pressure group, a verse, having a verse like this on your heart can really give you the fuel that you need to keep moving forward. So let's take a moment to pray for this morning and our offering. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for laying out so clearly the path to humility and the benefits that that brings. It's really unnatural for us to choose a humble approach. But as we trust you, we can really see how you care for us. And I thank you for that, Lord. You really do um, care for us deeply. And I pray that as we uh, take steps to apply this, that we begin to see that visibly, you know, see your care for us. Thank you for the offering that we're about to receive. I pray that you would bless the resources that come in and bless those who uh, take a step of faith and generosity. And uh, we love you, Lord, and thank you for your help this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.